you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Yeah, we're good. Locked On. Locked Locked. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, anything new going on in Cowboys world today? I mean, not much other than uh, finally getting to uh, mention the name. Dak's name has become like Voldemort, right? Like we don't even talk about him anymore for like the last few months because we've been so sick about, you know, all the ins and outs of of no information and, and, and hearsay and this and that and all the people just absolutely certain that Dak's never going to play another snap with the Cowboys. Uh, and uh, it looks like maybe our, our patience has, has finally paid off with some, some good news. I'm sure that's a great reference, but I've never seen Harry Potter. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got some, uh, some Dak news on, was it Monday evening, Monday night? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have officially agreed to a due deal with Dak Prescott, and if you if you aren't watching on video right now, Landon <laughs> just drank out of his Believe Cup. Believe. Uh, Four-year four deal, $160 million with uh, basically all of it guaranteed, which is fantastic for Dak. Yep. Uh, they did this ahead of the franchise tag deadline. I know a lot of people were starting to wonder if this would ever happen, uh, what the number would ultimately come in at once it got done, but it is done Later, what are we going to talk about now that Dak Prescott's uh, contract is all figured out? Are we, are we even going to do a show anymore? I mean, honestly, it's, it's <laughs> at this point now, it's like we got to talk about the rest of the team. And that's the other thing about, I think, that's made this so difficult is that it, we want to talk about all of the Cowboys. But honestly, yes. there wasn't yeah. a ton to talk about you know, in specifics until this got done because everything Correct. was kind of Correct. waiting for this. This was the key to the offseason. And now that it's done, we can kind of have some, you know, more serious conversations about what the Cowboys can do moving forward with a little bit more informed opinion because the biggest piece of their salary cap has finally fit into place. All right. So what was your initial reaction when you heard the news that, that Prescott signed his contract? Were you happy? Were you relieved? Because that's kind of where I felt. It was just like, I'm so glad that this is over, and I'm so glad that my team has paid their franchise quarterback. What was your feeling? Uh, yeah, I think it was all those things. I mean, I, I, I've obviously you and I have been big Dak believers for a long time. I, you know, you and I both believe that whatever they paid Dak, he was worth it, and that's just the way right. paying quarterbacks is. Uh, so yeah, I was glad that uh, I was relieved. I think relief is is you know uh, is a big feeling there because it's mm-hmm. and not even just that it got done because again I had a lot of faith that it would get done. There was just both sides wanted to get this deal done, you know, and that's yes, the thing about yes. it is that there was definitely obstacles in the way. But you know, Dax showing up to the facility, getting COVID tests to be able to work out with his teammates, you know, there was lots of talk about last year how Dak, you know, I mean, Dak has not done a great job of hiding the fact that he wants to be a Dallas Cowboy, and the Cowboys no, have not, Dallas, the Cowboys have not done a great job of hiding that they want Dak Prescott. Uh, so they really just had to work this out. Uh, it. 
you know, maybe it worked out not quite the way that the Cowboys front office originally wanted it to, but it did work out. They still got their quarterback. You know, you could say that they overpaid for it, but I think ultimately they got a franchise quarterback and, and, and it's almost impossible to overpay for a franchise quarterback. Well, okay, and here's the thing. I, a lot of people are saying, well, why didn't the Cowboys sign Dak Prescott in 2018? Well, it, in fairness to the Cowboys... I don't think they were sure yet what Dak Prescott was because even Landon, you and I weren't sure what Dak Prescott was yet because in 2017, in the second half of the season, he really struggled. He struggled in the first half of the 2018 season, and then once they got Amari Cooper, things started to to go on a roll, right? And he started to look like the quarterback that a lot of us were hoping for. Uh, the, The question comes down to why didn't they get this done in 2019 and then the 2020 offseason? And I really think the truth is, Landon, it's because Dak didn't want it to get done, right? I, I mean, the Cowboys can only offer so much. Like, they offered $33 million, and I think Dak just said, hey, I'm good. I'll, I'll wait it out. I'll play on the franchise tag if I have to. I'll go the Kirk Cousins route, and I know that I'll eventually get paid, even if I get hurt. And he did get hurt, yeah. and he still got paid. So I, I, I think a lot of people are getting on the Cowboys for not paying Dak early when I don't think it was really their choice. Well, and also, you know, there's this there's this implication out there that the Cowboys were being cheap with Dak, and and you know, I don't think money was a huge part of the of the disagreement here. You know, I, I think that generally speaking, they were pretty close on money. I think a lot of what the 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 issue was was. Uh, having years and, and being the Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys ultimately wanted to pay Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott wanted to get paid. I think the argument came down to how long is the contract going to be for? What can we, what can the Cowboys do in the, you know, the, the structure of the contract to allow themselves some wiggle room to move money around in order to play the salary games that they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, it's come out recently that so, something that came, that was part of this signing uh, was a, a no tag and no trade clause. And I think that that was another the, the no tag clause specifically was a big thing for Dak last year and it sounds like it might have been a sticking point near the end of the negotiation when it felt like they were close but they didn't get the job done last year absolutely so uh we're gonna break down this contract uh, in depthly in just a second but uh just to wrap up our initial reactions I, I just it's so nice to have this done because you don't want that quarterback contract hanging over your head and now, Landon, when we're going to get into this in a later show, everything frees up for you to have an offseason that's fairly stress-free, right? I mean, obviously the draft is big and free agency is big, but none of that stuff would have mattered if the Cowboys didn't have their con- their quarterback under contract, right? Every move you make in free agency would have been with the eye of potentially saving cap to, to pay Dak next year. The draft would have been about potentially drafting a quarterback to, to maybe replace Dak. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. He's under contract. And uh, Mike Clay of ESPN made a really good point yesterday. The Cowboys are the only team in the NFL that is expected to bring back all 11 starters on offense on top of their head coach, on top of their offensive coordinator. Everybody is under contract. They have some guys coming back from injuries. This should... Landon, at the very worst, be a top five offense next year with Prescott under center, correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think if anything, what it does is <laughs> signing Dak Prescott instantly puts you back in the contender conversation. Right? Absolutely, it, it, yes. It, and I think without it, with while putting Dak on a franchise tag, you know, you still have uh, the same player as you, as you would if, if you signed the long-term contract, but the offseason would have been about 
what's next after Dak Prescott? What's the yes. plan beyond yes. this? And you probably would have had to spend and use some resources on a quarterback, like you mentioned, and probably not cheap resources, whether it's money nope. or a, a high draft pick. You're probably looking to, you know, buff up that position a little bit to try to prepare yourself for what would be a a very ugly fight next year if you tried to to franchise tag deck so um i I think you know yeah this sets them up to get back into the course of okay now we're back in uh an off season where we're preparing to play and contend for a super bowl as opposed to trying to do a rebuild on the fly with a potential quarterback who is not going to be here for the long term We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is Apple Almond Crisp against German Chocolate Cake. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Built underscore bar on twitter and remember to use the promo code locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order that is locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar out there uh let's go ahead and dive into the contract right now landon and uh, I'll go right through it. So according to multiple sources, the Cowboys agreed to a four-year, $160 million contract with Dak Prescott, $126 million in guarantees. Uh, that's the most of all time. Uh, Prescott received $95 million fully guaranteed at signing. Uh, there's also two void years at the end of this contract. So the cap numbers break down like this. $22.2 million this year, $33.2 in 2022, $44.2 in 2023, $47.2 in 2024, 2015-13.2. Uh, he technically won't be under contract in 2025, and they can spread that over two years if the Cowboys have the option. I think what's the most notable here, Lennon, is that the Cowboys are going to be paying less than 11% of the total cap this year on Dak Prescott, and that's just absolutely unbelievable, right? I, there's like 15 quarterbacks that have higher cap numbers than than Prescott, and that's a pretty significant decrease from 38.7, which would have been the franchise tag, down to 22.2. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys are one of the more cash-rich teams in the NFL, and they want to leverage that by being able to have the kind of money to spread it out and then make it up with you know uh, signing bonuses. Uh, mm-hmm. And and basically what they did is they made Dak you know the richest one of the richest individual players on a single check basis uh, in the NFL and they're paying him sixty six million dollars I think it was seventy five million the first year or something like that yeah not bad yeah that's not bad, not bad. Uh, so uh, but they wanted that flexibility they they wanted the ability to move that stuff around so that they so that they could say things like. Yes, our quarterback is only 11% of our total cap, which is an incredible number, which gives you a lot of flexibility to load up the team. The other thing that we need to mention here, without a doubt, and I think is not getting uh, – I mean, it's, it's getting some play, but it's not getting enough play as to how much this directly influenced and was a factor for the motivation of Jerry and Stephen Jones is that these guys are – 
not just directly, but possibly leading the uh, the negotiations with the TV contracts. So they know exactly <laughs> how much money is the, the cap is about to explode in a couple of years once those deals are done. They preempted the, the I think ultimately what they did they, they they what happened is that they got to a point in the negotiations where they realized where this number was going and they're like, you know what? Whatever we signed Dak for right now, it's gonna be matter. crazy worth matter. it in three years. It doesn't matter. Just sign them. And 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 and, and if you're paying him forty four million dollars in three years, it's gonna look like a joke compared to Mitch Trubisky, who's suddenly making sixty million dollars because he had one good year with the Titans or something. You know, it's just it, sure. it's it, that's just the way the market works. Is that the the next available quarterback on the market uh, who's untethered, who's worth signing? He's going to get paid an outrageous amount of well, money. I, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that because I think one of the things the Cowboys wanted to get done here, Landon, is they wanted to get this deal done before the next group of quarterbacks starts to get their deals, right? And that next group of quarterbacks is Lamar Jackson, who already has been to the playoffs three different times and has an MVP under his belt. Yeah. Josh Allen, who just had a monster year for the Buffalo Bills and took his team to the AFC Championship game. And then Baker Mayfield, who just won uh, Cleveland their first playoff game in I don't know how long. So I think it's very likely that all of those guys beat Dak Prescott's salary sooner rather than later. So while this, while he's technically the, what, the second highest paid quarterback in the league, Landon, honestly, it would not be surprising to me at all. But by the time the Cowboys kick off their next game, Prescott's the fourth or fifth highest quarterback paid in the league. That's just about the way these salaries work, right? That's the way it is. And again, like, I mean, beyond even just what other quarterbacks are paying, quarterbacks around the league are severely underpaid compared to severely. their actual impact yes. on the field. So I really, you know, I told I told, told Peter this when I was on uh, the Locked On NFL show. I, I, I just don't know that you can overpay a, a quarterback who's worth signing. I just don't know that it's No, possible. I mean, what the, I think the number would have to be like – 80 or per, yeah, I'm 80 saying 65% million. of a cap. Oh, Honestly, yeah, yeah. I think that's where you'd land at because if you have a quarterback, you have a chance. You can find all those other pieces so much easier than you can find a quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, they've done studies with EPA tied to salaries and, and, and obviously quarterbacks, despite their e enormous numbers, mm -hmm. are severely underpaid in, in relation to the cap, in, in relation to their impact on the team. So as it stands right now, Landon, in 2024, which is the final year of Dak Prescott's contract, he would count for 18.4% of the Cowboys cap. That's if things did not change at all. We have the same small cap jump every single year. Even if nothing changes, that's still a steal, correct? Absolutely. And there's just there you go. there's zero chance that that happens, though. There's zero right. chance that, well, that, that the numbers stay. That It's much more likely that they'll maybe double or triple within the next five years. Yeah, I saw a report this morning uh, that when the new TV money comes in, that's going to boost it up a lot. But when the gambling money oh, comes yeah. in, once all 50 states... Uh, legalized gambling and the NFL continues to find partners with DraftKings or FanDuel or Bet Online. I mean, all these, all these, uh, you know, sports books. We could easily see a cap 300, 350 million by the time Prescott's deal is up, which is absolutely insane. And I think this is a part of the reason why Prescott wanted a shorter deal as well, yes, right? Yes. Like, hey. I'll give you $40 million. This helps you in case I get injured again or I don't perform up to my level. But it also allows Prescott to, to get paid uh, another time. So uh, I, 
I really feel like this is a win-win. I know that sounds cliche and it makes me sound like a homer, but when you're when you're paying a quarterback, an elite quarterback, uh, that's it's never a bad deal. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, and make sure you use that promo code Locked On. Uh, let's talk, Lana, about what this means for the Cowboys in the 2021 offseason because as of right now, I believe the Cowboys are a little bit over the cap but nothing to worry about. Uh, according to Over the Cap and our good friend Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire, the Cowboys can actually flip a couple switches pretty easily and have you know, $36, $45 million in cap space. Uh, before we came on the show, I was looking at the over-the-cap simulator. Uh, the Cowboys restructured Demarcus Lawrence, Zach Martin, and Amari Cooper, three players who you plan on being around for a while. They can save $36 million in cap space alone with just those three moves. You cut Chris Jones, the punter. That's $38 million. That's Landon, that's a lot of money to go out and get some free agents, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, they had the methodology clearly to prepare themselves for a $37 million quarterback contract. So uh, they they clearly, uh, you know, with a $22 million cap this year, uh, just on their projections, they're, what, $15 million underneath that. So uh, what this does is that gives them flexibility to be a little bit judicious about which of these contracts they flip and which of these uh, – the switches they flip in the contracts and which of these uh, players they cut and which of the players they don't um, in order to kind of make it work. So uh, the good news is, you know, on top of that, besides getting your quarterback, the obviously the cherry on top here uh, for the short term is that now suddenly you have a lot more money to play with in free agency than you would if you mm-hmm. had to pay free age uh, franchise tag Dak. So uh, suddenly now the Cowboys are, you know, some of these conversations that you and I have had uh, have all been hinging on the idea that the Cowboys have uh, Dak signed under contract and have the money to spend on these guys. And so now that we do know that that's the case, that's been confirmed, we can start having more serious conversations about uh, free agents that the Cowboys can target this year uh, that aren't just, you know, below average, super cheap. You can start talking about some of these, maybe not the top, top guys, but maybe some of that next level, that next tier down of uh, very, very solid starters who, you know, as we've discussed previously, maybe feeling a squeeze with a with a short with a tightened uh, salary cap year. That there could be some very serious bargains for the Cowboys out there. But here's the beauty of the Prescott contract: if the Cowboys do want to go after a tippy top tier free agent, yeah, yeah. they can do that. I, I don't expect them to. I expect them to plug some holes and grab maybe two or three guys that could potentially start in week one. But they do have the option to do that. And I'm going to keep coming back to this, Landon. Because the Cowboys have Prescott under center, they should be a top five offense. Now you can designate almost all of your salary cap, you know, your available space to fixing the defense. And 
you have all these draft picks, right? I believe it's yep. going to be 10 draft picks once we get the compensatory picks filled in there. Three, I believe four picks inside the top 100. You can throw those all at defense. And because you have your quarterback under contract, it just makes roster building that much easier. Absolutely. And if you wanted to, it gives you the flexibility to, you know, if someone like Sewell falls to you at 10, you, you're going to feel Sewell. a little yep. bit better, a lot better to pull the trigger there because, you know, you're not having to worry about, should I be using this spot on a quarterback? Should I be worrying about, uh, tra- you know, getting extra trade picks to load up to go get a quarterback sure. at some point? So, uh, yeah, I just think it, it overall it gives you an incredible level of flexibility that you didn't have before the contract got signed. It, it, and it also allows you to trade down, right? Because yep. if, you, if you needed a quarterback before, and let's say a Justin Fields fell to you at 10, I think there would have been a lot of pressure to take that player because you didn't have Prescott under contract. Now, if a Justin Fields falls to be at 10, you can get a King's Ransom from the Patriots or the 49ers or the Steelers or or whoever. So it just opens up free agency in the draft and the entire offseason so much. So that's why at the very beginning of the show saying relief, that's that's really the best emotion I can describe on how this went for the Cowboys. Any real, final thoughts on the Prescott? Yeah. Yeah, real quick, just because I, I think, you know, it. what it does is also make sure that you don't rush to a poor decision. Because one of my biggest fears was that someone like Mac Jones falls to the Cowboys at 10. Yes. And then they yes. pull the trigger on a Mac Jones at 10, which to me is incredibly too rich. But if you're quarterback needy, I mean, what, you know. Nothing's Cowboys too may, rich. Yeah, yeah, and the Cowboys may not get a chance to pick this high again next year, you know. So uh, even with even with Mac Jones at quarterback, uh, so uh, I I think you know this is it it eliminates a lot of the worst case scenarios in your offseason plans at the very least, and, and it just gives a lot clearer skies for the for the rest of the offseason. Can I say one more thing on Prescott before we go? Please. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that were nervous about the the injury that he had because he had a second sh- surgery. There is absolutely no way in the world the Cowboys are giving out $126 million guaranteed if they had any doubt at all that Prescott wouldn't be ready or healthy for week one, right? I mean, they obviously must feel really good about where Prescott is at and where he's at currently and where he will be in week one. Yeah, I just hope he, he, he can uh, walk again after that. Uh, hor- no, I'm just kidding. It's, he'll, it sounds like he will be fully healthy by April, and so he won't even miss any OTAs. Or even if he's not. Even if camp. he's not. He'll be ready by training camp. Absolutely. And, and that's that's all that really matters. And it sounds like I saw a video yesterday of Ezekiel Elliott and C.D. Lamb actually working out at Prescott's house uh, with him. Uh, that gives you a pretty good sense of not only where he's at physically, uh, but also what kind of leader and quarterback Absolutely. the Cowboys here. They, they've got a special one. Uh, and it's just fantastic that they were able to lock him up to a deal. And now, Landon, we can talk about other stuff for the next, what, two years before we got to start doing this all over again? Probably, uh, two years, maybe a little bit longer than we actually get before this comes up again. But yeah. Well, because you know what's going to happen, right? The first time the Cowboys lose and it's because of their defense, it'll be, well, hey, this is what happens when you spend this much money on a quarterback. The, or, the, fir- the first incompletion on third down, Marcus. Yeah, not a $40 million <laughs> quarterback, Landon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't wait for those tweets. Those are so much more fun than, than what we've been doing the last two years anyway. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll take it. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.